Hello! Good Monday evening. This is Pod Bros. A production of, of Sound Bros. Productions. 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 So, if you're wondering what that noise is, that it sounds like I'm killing a duck or something. Seriously. It's just me adjusting the microphone because it's like twisting and I'm losing all my ability to speak. Hold on. Go ahead. Uh, so, we're going to start off, well, I'm not going to start with this since you're not on, so I'll wait. Instead, there was a meme the other day that, um, was a picture of AOC, the, uh, congresswoman from New York City. Congressperson. Um, yeah, I, I don't subscribe to the politically correct BS. Congress. Thank you very much. Person. Um, anyway, it was a picture of her and it said, um, better to keep your mouth shut and be thought a fool. Than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. <laughs> very, very good. So That's funny. Um, in this wonderful time of weird weather, um, where it has gone from a nice 70, 75 outside to obnoxiously cold. And I like the cold, but obnoxiously cold right now is how it is at night here in our lovely Chino Valley. Yes. Um... There is a there was a, a a thing that was sent to my phone last week. Um, Canadian officials warn drivers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Come on, man. Keep it together. I didn't know where you were going until you said that. <laughs> Canadian officials. Oh wait, I should do this in my. Uh, in the uh, in the TV announcer, right? The radio announcer voice. Sure. And in other news, Canadian officials warn drivers not to let mo- not to let moose lick their cars. <laughs> On to the weather. <laughs> so well, you sent this to me. I know, and, it, and it's an actual picture of one of those one of those uh, road signs that they they can. They can, you know, put the word message the, on there. Yeah, put a message on there. It says, "Do not let moose lick your car." Why? I mean, what is the purpose of this? Does I, anyone know? I don't know. What I'm if, curious if about you know, is, please, please, is let why us is this know? like a? This must be like some sort of like epidemic. Also, my apologies um, of moose licking since this episode is coming out uh, immediately back to back to last week's episode, which was done a week ago. And I just haven't uploaded it. I haven't. At um, at this current moment that we're recording uh, on Monday night, I haven't uploaded it yet. Which I'm sure you'll all notice that. Yeah. Oh, man. We should have waited until Monday, Cyber Monday, to get that black magic. Oh, well. That old black magic? Like the song? Uh, No, for the, for the, the, the live streaming. Oh, okay. Stuff. It's that old black, black magic. magic. Anyway. Everything you ever want. No, that's a different song. It's been in your head for a couple of days. Yeah, that's nice, but it's a different song. Uh, so let's see. Don't let moose lick. Lick. <laughs> lick. Your lick. Car. Steve. Okay, it's an actual shirt. All right, so here's the news. Canadians in Alberta are warned, don't let moose lick your car. 
In the Canadian Rockies, moose learned cars can be a source for the needed mineral salt in the winter. Uh-huh. Officials say large animals getting too attracted to cars and roads can be a bad combination. <laughs> Basically, super <laughs> fast salt. <laughs> so, then there's all the signs. And there's a video. Have you seen the video of the moose running across the lake? I have, actually. I showed it to you. That video is crazy. I, how is he doing it, though? Maybe it's like skipping a rock. Are they just the way he moves his feet? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That looks pretty cool. Unless it's fake. Or there's, or there's like, pebbles underneath that he's running across. He knows where the rocks are. Like the joke? <laughs> well... Anyway, so yeah, so it's Monday after Thanksgiving. How is how is your Thanksgiving? Oh, okay. So let me. Motorists in Florida occasionally need to keep an eye out for a twelve foot, four hundred and sixty three pound alligators hanging out on the side of the road. Canadians have a different problem: moose that are addicted to licking road salt off of cars. It sounds silly, like winter themed urban legend. Or some strange out, outgrowth of an over-attractive imagination. But it's a real problem that some drivers deal with on a shockingly regular basis. It's common enough that Canadian officials need to put up signs to remind motorists that rolled salt is not a normal part of a well-balanced moose diet. Oh, hi moose, we have strict instructions about your snack habits. <laughs> mm. uh, is it like chocolate mousse? I hate to say it, but this road salt is kind of like crack to moose, explained Joe Yuri, the owner of the Jasper Company. Many much moosin. Um, in an interview with the CBC, moose can lick the salt off the tarmac, but they've learned that it's just as delicious and probably more concentrated <laughs> if it comes off of a car's body panel. So they approach motorists. It's a problem that's becoming increasingly common as the moose population grows. It's inverse, inversely proportional to the wolf population, which is declining. And as moose become more and more comfortable around humans, tourists are compounding the problem by traveling to the area specifically to give the Rocky Mountain car wash a shot. A moose licking a RAV4 is social media gold. That is really funny. Yes. The, the moose thing. Um, and the... And the... <laughs> So licking rifles. Yes, licking rifles. So Canadian officials have consequently taken measures to keep moose away from cars and to keep people away from moose, according to Jasper-based publication Fitzhugh. <clears throat> Sorry, I had something stuck in my throat. According to Jasper-based publication Fitzhugh, starting in 2020. You just crack yourself up, don't you? I do. Motorists are no longer allowed to leave their car if they encounter wildlife in Jasper National Park. And those who feed, entice, or disturb wildlife in the park risk receiving a $20,000 fine. That is excessively ridiculous. That is bureaucrat bullcrap. What happens if a moose simply can't resist getting a fix of salt? According to the Alberta Parks, motorists should try to scare off the moose by honking their horn, for example, but they should never attempt to push it away. The, the, so, funny story, ha ha ha, but points to another problem. This is nature. Nature does what nature does. 
why are you trying to control it? Also, I would posit to guess, and I'm just going to go down this road because why the heck not right now in our in our current culture, but the moose population is getting out of hand. Are you allowing people to shoot them? No, you're not because you took everybody's guns away because you're Canada. Uh, I think people in Canada still have guns. Uh, they're actually very, very loud. I was just reading a, another... Another thing on that they were. Um, on a, I know on that, a side, I know, I know that they stopped clubbing seals, and it's been and the seals are like wiping out all the other populations because they eat all of the. They're eating all of the food. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're literally running them dry. Anyway, uh, so in a in another fun note, um, so you know how the whole lockdown thing has been going on with this whole coronavirus. Crap. Yep. Um, and you know how in some places like California and Texas and New York, they have restricted churches? Yep. And did you hear about the Supreme Court just recently overruled New York? Yep. That was on Saturday. Yes, sir. Thank you, Judge Coney Barrett. Right? Indeed. Who flipped the... Flipped the switch, and it is now no longer five to four. It's now it's five to four. Five to four. <laughs> the other way. So, oh. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second because th- this is something that um, that she talked about in her when she was sworn into office. Correct. Her speech. She talked about how um, the judge's job is to uphold the Constitution and not their personal preference. And I think it's very interesting because I, I read... And to not legislate. Right. And I, Well, the, the thing is is that the, their priority is the Constitution. Correct. Now, originally it wasn't. We, I think we've talked about this before, that judicial review is, is totally bullcrap. Right. It, it's not a legitimate thing, but that, that's what they've become. Right. And, and so, so, because that's what, that's what they've become... Be. That's what needs to be. Your job is to uphold the Constitution. Doesn't matter if you're a conservative. Doesn't matter if you're a liberal. Yep. Doesn't matter your perspective. Your job. Your is to personal uphold views the, do not matter. Your job. The Constitution does. Is to uphold the Constitution. Right, because the Constitution is bipartisan. The Constitution is nonpartisan. Nonpartisan. Thank you. Because the Constitution was written before there were parties. Correct. So, the problem that I have right now with. Specifically, Chief Justice Roberts, is that his argument has been, through this whole coronavirus thing, that we need to um, defer to the executive orders. And what he's saying, essentially what he's saying is that we shouldn't be questioning the judges. We shouldn't be questioning them because, you know, it's it's a dangerous precedent, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the judges in these places? Well, and, and here's the problem. The problem is right? that... That's what you're talking about? Yeah, the, the, the governors and stuff like that right. in these different places. And, and what he's saying is legitimate and valid if we weren't talking about a, a specific violation of the First Amendment. Free speech. If we're talking about gyms and bars, restaurants... 
I know it's terrible and it's and it's disrupting our business. It's disrupting our lives and our economics are being just demolished, right? But those aren't intrinsically defended under the Constitution. They're not even defended under the Bill of Rights or the or the or the amendments. Honestly, I think the only place that you could really find anywhere that you would be able to protect that would be the Declaration of Independence. Uh, the pursuit of liberty, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Well, I mean, that's that's where right. I was going to go next was... Right, but here's the thing, though, is that the, the Supreme Court's job is to uphold the Constitution. Right. And, and in doing that, their function is... Let's, the, the issue that's being brought before us has to be run through the lens of the Constitution. So is there not, is there not a protection for the people, though? What do you mean? From these from these governors that are like wrecking lives. I mean, this is ridiculous stuff. Some of this stuff. Well, this is a, where they're putting in these rules and laws, and people are getting arrested for having Thanksgiving. Hey, th- this is, well, technically, I, I guess you could say peaceably assemble. Right. But the thing is, is that that's so vague, and it's been so trodden on. Well, this is also a supremely unprecedented. This event. is this is it, it's not unprecedented. The same thing happened a hundred years ago, in in nineteen eighteen. That is true. People wore masks. They people they, had mass mask burnings. They wanted to quarantine people. It so all so. happened a hundred years ago. The difference was is that a hundred years ago, we lived. This country was a completely different country that believed in freedom and the republic, and that. You get you don't get to regulate my life because of some pandemic, and it was a dangerous pandemic that and it was wiped a le- out a lot of people. And it was a legitimate yes, pandemic. absolutely. And when we say that, we are legit. We are absolutely inferring that this is not a legitimate. We're not inferring. We're saying it outright. This is not a this legitimate. This is not pandemic. a legitimate pandemic. All you have to do is look at the numbers. Yeah. Forget about the numbers of any of the other diseases that run around the world right now. Look at the numbers of this particular this, disease. Okay, we're calling this a pandemic. We're calling it the hundred-year pandemic. Look at the pandemic from from coronavirus, and look at the pandemic from the Spanish flu. Yep. And you'll look at them, and you'll be like, "This is nothing. This is less than nothing. This yeah. is like getting a cold for a week, if that, if that." Yeah. Yeah, that and the numbers that keep coming out about people that are asymptomatic is painful. Well, anyway, you know. I, I don't want to get into that right now. What what my point is. What I'm what I'm talking about here is I'm talking about the legal issue. I'm not talking about coronavirus and whether it's being politicized, which it is, and you know all that other crap. What right. I'm what I'm talking about is I'm talking about the legal side of things. I'm talking about the constitutional side of things. Right. <clears throat> In our country, we don't we have stopped as a society. We have stopped running things through the lens of the Constitution. Yeah. In the case of, like, the church, we've stopped running things through the lens of the Bible. Gotcha. It, 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 is a, it is a fundamental problem with our country. If it ain't Bible. It ain't Bible. But what, what yeah. my, and, that's, and that's actually a brilliant statement, and it works the same thing with the Constitution. If it ain't Constitution. If it's, if it's not in the Constitution, it's not in the Constitution. It's not Constitution, yeah. And, and there's a lot of people that have a hard time with that. Well, and it's because of, it's because of feelings. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody, but we were talking about, you know, like when you sit down and you start talking about the social 
social things and the social, you know, uh, welfare and uh, insurance, um, you know, and these different these different uh, um, you know regulations that are put in place in different things. And when when on the surface, when you look at it, you go, well, we need those things because we want to care for, you know. Um, Americans have this intrinsic thing in us where not only do we want to work and strive to succeed, um, we also want to help those less fortunate. Right. We've actually talked about this on the right. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the problem is, is that we, and, and of course we're rehashing this again, but it needs to be said. The problem is, is that you have to take when it comes to politics and it comes to national things and even local things, like in your local city, you cannot have an emotional response to the problems. You have to think about them from a logical, pragmatic position. Because if you right. don't, you end up with stupid things like what we have here, which is the 3.5% tax that they proposed. Did that go through? No. Uh, I, I don't know. Or something like that? I, you I know, don't know if the, it did or it didn't, but these these insane taxes but, that come up. But the budget override and the and the bond, yeah, didn't didn't go through. No, because people have been waking up and going, okay, where is all this money going? Actually, no. What people are doing is not that. People is what people are doing finally, and we need to keep saying it so that more people will do it. But people are finally waking up and saying. I'm giving you all this money, and I don't see any progress. As a matter of fact, I see it going down. Right. You keep asking for more money, and I keep giving you more money, and I don't see any progress. Right, and Arizona schools are, like, the worst in the country? Uh, they're not the worst in the country. They're that, close. That's actually a misnomer. They're actually not the worst in the country. That is a, that is a huge misnomer. Aren't they're, we, like, 48? No. We're the 48 with money. Oh. It is a very huge misnomer. It actually bothers me a lot. Okay. And and um, what's funny is that even you have have caught have caught it. I you, mean, I I've read that you've been misinformed. They're not talking about our rank as as our students being educated. What are they talking about? They're talking about pay. What is our rank as students being educated? Then no idea. But it's not forty eight. Huh? It's not the bottom. I thought that we were like. Oh no! Oh no! Definitely not. I know we're down there on pay. We're forty-eight on pay, Luke. When they talk about that number, the forty-eight, forty-nine, fifty number, yeah, that we switch back and forth between, yeah, that's us paying our 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 teachers. So we don't pay our teachers. That's the amount of money that the school system is getting from us. Wow. Which is kind of crazy to think about the amount of money we give the school system. We give the school system, which we've talked about in our previous podcast, which we have. Yeah. So imagine, so one school, and this is just the state money, getting nine million dollars. That's yep. just state money. That doesn't include the local tax. And that's a year, right? And that's for just one year. And Good we're grief. and we're forty-eight. Good grief! Could you imagine how much money schools in like New York are getting? Right. And they're not even having school. Right. And they're right. getting all this money. That's insane. That's mind-boggling. Yeah, that's that's insane. And they don't even need to shut down schools. So, if you heard that they're calling for Christmas now, they're calling to shut down Christmas. Don't go to Christmas. Don't do a Christmas. Good God. Deal. Well, you heard you heard that one doctor. 
There's yeah, I saw another if doctor you, out if there. If you if you went to your Thanksgiving gathering, yeah. just assume you have coronavirus and go get tested. Yep. It's like no, we're not getting tested because you know what? I go get tested and then I get harangued by the health department. Yeah, that's not a violation of HIPAA. How do you know that I went and got a coronavirus test? Yep. That's a violation of HIPAA. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we're going to we're going to yell and scream about pre-existing conditions and how we don't want to discriminate against pre-existing conditions unless someone has coronavirus. Right. Then we're going to discriminate against you. Right. Then we want to know everyone that you've been around. Yeah. Then we want to quarantine you in your house for 9 months. That's, so, that's my favorite. That thing that came out if you're asymptomatic, you can be shedding coronavirus off you for 70 days. That's insanity. It's like, really? So what do you want us to do? Just live in a hole? Yeah. All right, we're going to go back to the Stone Ages. No one have any contact with each other. If you see someone else, either run away or club them over the head with so, a big stick. So I was on the phone with someone the other day. I'm not going to say who it is. I don't know if they listen to the podcast or not, but I'm not throwing them under the bus by saying their name. Or even who they are. Or since we're going back into the Stone Ages, under the large rock. Under the large rock that you rolled. Very, very good. So I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were telling me that they have been depressed lately. (laughs) Really bad. Right. And the the hard part that I had is we were discussing corona back and forth, and and they were expressing concern. There was a couple of people in our family that, you know, caught the... It's cold. It's cold out, you know. Um, And so, you know, people are... Having the sniffles or, right. you know, whatever. Um, they're having all the symptoms of a flu, <laughs> you know, but whatever. Um, and so they were they were calling, expressing concern. And, and, I, and I, we were going back and forth. And finally they were like, well, I just, you know, I'm really worried, you know, that something bad is going to happen. And I've been really depressed. And I said, you know what? Have you been locked in your house for the last couple of months? Well, yeah. You wonder why you're depressed? Yeah. This is basic psychology and science. You cannot be a loner. Where is the highest number of depression? Loner gamers who are at home all the time and don't interact with other people. Who who are the crazy people that go off, that go all... Loner gamers who don't... Not loner gamers. Not just gamers, just loners. Why do you have to qualify it, man? Because most of the people that I knew growing up back then, it was all gamers. Because they were the ones who locked themselves in their room and played video games all the all day long, nonstop. Yeah, but just right? they're just loners. They're just loners. I don't think it needs to be qualified. I'm not qualified. Anyway. I take my qualification back. Anyway. Anyway, my point remains the same is it's like you're but they were they they like when I said it, they were like, Oh yeah, I, I guess that is part of the reason. And it's like not part of the reason. It is the reason. I mean, I, I was stuck at home for two weeks, not my choice, because of everything that was going on with all the people around me and everything. And so I just happened to be home for two weeks. Right. And dear goodness. Okay. Simmer down. How, how loud did I get on there? S- simmer down. I mean, it was just it was just ridiculous. And it's like, you know, the depression and, the, and then all of those... Those numbers actually are what are what worry me and okay. scare me more. And than we've already else. talked about all this stuff. I'm going to go back to what I was talking about before, with the court case. Since you interrupted me in the middle of it, with I the didn't judge get to finish. So, what you talking judi- back to judicial review? Yes. So here's the thing: is that he was making the argument that 
we need to defer to the executive orders. Right, 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 right. And what he's saying, sure, if we're talking about things like limiting the number of people in an area or protecting people because of public okay, safety. That's their job. Sure. Your job is to protect the people in your state. There's a little bit of leeway in, a, in an emergency situation. Whether it's valid or not is besides the point. Right. Um, we, we defer to that. Being in a republic, the governor or the president is representing us right. or is being represented in proxy in the case of the president because we don't actually vote for the president. We vote for the electors. Right. Um, so... With that being said, the problem is, is that the First Amendment transcends safety and health Correct. of the population. Correct. The First Amendment... As does the Second, but whatever. Well, but all of them do. This is my point, Luke. This is what I'm saying, yeah. is that the Constitution transcends... All of it. All of it. If if And if we don't operate from that standpoint, we're no better than the British Empire that we broke off from. And, and truthfully, we're no better than the people the British Empire broke off from. Because the British Empire broke off from Rome. Right. And broke off from the Catholic Church right. when they created the Anglican Church. Yep. We're no better than the people we broke away from throughout our lineage. Our history, our inheritance, as it were, as Americans, is breaking away from totalitarian Aggressive totalitarian societies. Right. That has been our heritage. If we go down this road, we'll just be one more totalitarian society that needs to be broken away from again. And and what's the point of that? We, we've spent the last 250 years changing the entire face of the world. Right. We put a man on the moon. We're... we're we're within reach of putting a man on Mars, yeah. on one of Jupiter's moons. Yep. I mean, this is this is unprecedented. Yeah, it's good stuff too. You you think that they would have put a man on the moon four hundred? They could have even thought of putting a man on the moon four hundred years ago. Right. Absolutely not. And and that of all and that of all races right there, putting somebody on the moon. We did that what in the sixties? In ten years. In ten years. In ten years. It was it was it was JFK. He said we're gonna. We choose to go to the moon and do the other things, you know, his famous yep, speech. Yep, yep. And within 10 years, we had a man on the moon. Yeah, in, in a time where the technology was not we, that great. We literally had to create the technology, had to, to create the math. What we did. If you, ever, if you ever want to watch a great movie, by the way, Hidden Figures. Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievably amazing. Talks about the, some, of the, uh, some of the math, the people who were doing the math. Side of things, uh, a couple of black ladies right. that made the uh, the first part of the space program with John Glenn and them made that possible. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, just incredible ladies. Uh, but a, a, a large part of it, of course, I'm, I'm looking at more than just the, the surface story of these black ladies being part of this and no one knowing about it. Right. I'm looking at the history of... They're literally creating a new kind of math. So that we can get to where we so need that we to can go. Get, so that, not so just so we can get to where we need to go. So we can get there and come back. Right. Because it doesn't right. do anyone any good if you can just get there. You've got to get there and come back. That's, Musk said that a couple, a couple of months ago. Or a couple of years ago when someone asked him about going to Mars. He said it's all well and good, but it's a suicide mission because you can't get back. 
Right, and now we can give. And now we're thinking about we can get we can get back, or we can be there long enough that when the moon or when the Mar when Mars and the Earth get close enough again, we can come back. Exactly. What other what other what other civilization, what other society, could have gotten to this point? Up until the United States of America, every society built up to a certain point and then killed and then exploded. Rome, Greece, uh, Egypt, Babylon, all of them. They all got to a point, India, China, Russia, over and over and over again. They get to a point and they explode. They implode from the inside, or they get attacked from the outside. Society and civilization goes in this constant cycle. It's this loop. There's actually a a book called The 5,000-Year Leap that talks about that. Right. That for roughly 5,000 years of history, 6,000 years of history, nothing changed. Well. There was no advance in technology. It was all the same stuff over and over and over again. It was just someone rediscovering something. It wasn't until the American Revolution that and the American experiment right. of representation of the republic, of democracy in the form of a republic, that all of a sudden, with with let me let me clarify this with Christianity as our foundation, right? The yep. divine the divine hand of providence. Correct. Yeah. You know we are endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights. Very clearly, the foundation of our country was Christianity, was freedom of religion. But upon that foundation, really. I'm sorry. I am listening. But I'm in and out. I apologize. Upon that foundation. Yes. The amount of technological advance that's happened in the last 250 years is unprecedented. Yeah, absolutely. Well, leaps, leaps, we're jumping leaps and bounds forward. I mean, even in the last, I was telling somebody this the other day, we were talking about computers because... Needed to, you know, we're looking at getting another, we need to get another computer for some other stuff or whatever. And they were asking me about it. Oh, the, the, the event center. We were at the Prescott Vibe Center. We we're talking about computers over there. And I, and I made the statement, and I'll stand by it, is that, you know, here we are, um, you know, in, in our, in 2020, the end of 2020, you know. Right. And we're, we're coming into 2021. And we are at such a point in 2020 that um, in, in our culture and in our in our technology that computers used to come out I mean when we, we were growing up we had a computer we had an old Packard Bell and then you'd buy it or you'd buy what you needed for it and you would upgrade on that stuff but you were still you know you still needed to upgrade and it was going to last you a decent amount of time right you know but it was just like you know upgrades were coming out but they were like you know, floppy disk, you know, 512 yeah. megabytes. Yeah, essentially huge, essentially you know? what it is is that the technology didn't change from about 1970 to about 1990. Right, and then from 1990 to, to about 2007, if you bought a computer within that, in that time frame, there were a couple of points within there where, you know, actually past 2007, probably 2012. No, no. But, there were I think there, earlier than that. There were points in there where you would literally 
by the computer, and it was obsolete before you got it home. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. It yeah. you would just go. Now the technology has kind of reached like a plateau point before the next. I believe the next breakthrough, which I personally believe is the virtual, uh, the virtual reality. Uh, you know, like direct into your brain stuff. Well, I don't think it'll be. Uh, I think I don't think it'll be direct into your brain. But anyway, what I'm saying is, is that now you can buy a computer, buy a super high end one, and there's little shifts in technology, but nothing that's gonna. Really, you know, I've had my lot, computer yeah. for a good long time. Well, that's true. I, my computer is about seven years old. Which, uh, the one I have is about five years old. Which, six, if if you were to go from where I bought my computer, yeah, and go seven years back. And had a computer that was seven years old, it would be obsolete. And it wouldn't be able to. It, oh, and not only would it be obsolete, it wouldn't be able to work. Yeah, it wouldn't be able to handle anything. Correct. And it would run super slow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that my computer has Windows 10 on it and it still functions just fine and it just runs a little slow on some programs is proof that technology is starting to catch up with itself. Personally, I think that what we're going to see with the virtual reality stuff. Yeah. I think it's going to be. Interactive virtuality, virtual reality stuff in terms of like an omnidirectional treadmill. Stuff like you stuff like you saw in Ready Player like Ready One. Ready Player One type yeah. stuff. I think it'll be a little bit less like that. Where it's like a real world. Absolutely. At first. But I think it'll be... I mean, we're already seeing it. I, I think that the breakthrough will come... With gloves. How, uh, you mean? When like, they move away from having a joystick. And a mouse? No, just, I mean, they have those those controller sticks, those controller oh, joysticks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When they move away from those with VR and have actual hands. Okay. Instead of having those joysticks. Or I video think, recording I think that'll be the, sh- no, actual hands. Actual things you put on. That will allow you to interact with your environment. Oh, that give you haptic response and all that stuff. I think when that happens, that will be the change. Gotcha. I mean, we already have some of that technology where they can they can charge the glove and it hardens and you can't close your hand, or you it they 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 you know send a pulse up your hand and it feels like you're touching something. Right, haptic feedback. Yeah, exactly. I think that when they have that breakthrough happen, I think that'll be the point at which yep. you'll start all of a sudden seeing a shift and there'll be a massive increase in technology and you'll start seeing those things where you go and buy something and by the time you get home, the next thing has already come out and this thing is obsolete and old. Right. So, but anyway, uh, it's the bottom of the hour. Wonderful. We're Pie Bros. Productions of Sound Road Productions. A production of Sound Road Productions. I think actually we should probably. Where are we at on? I the, still haven't finished. Well, where are we at on there? On, on the. What do you mean? The battery. We got plenty of battery. Okay. I've been watching both of them. So. Here's the here's the thing. I I let let's finish this thing. I haven't oh, yeah, yeah, finished yeah. it. I, absolutely, and I, I I warned you that I was going to be here this way. Um. But the, the issue is that religious freedom is not something that can be regulated. Well, it's the foundation of our country. It, it's and, and the fact, the fact that Justice Roberts 
twice already has used this argument shows the true his true nature. Right. It shows his true nature. The, his true nature is that he is not interested in preserving the Constitution as much as he is interested in precedent. And the problem with precedent is that the precedent should be defending the Constitution. It shouldn't be anything else. It shouldn't be anything else. Yeah. You you shouldn't be, especially in the Supreme Court. Right. Especially in the right. Supreme Court. Yeah. Well, You're yeah. judging based off precedent? Absolutely not. That is un that is unconscionable. Well, you should un- be it's unacceptable. You should be judging based on the Constitution. Right. Who cares if somebody fifty years ago or sixty years ago, however long it was, Did said it, that it was yeah. okay for us to kill babies. Yep. Oh, it's precedent now. It's not precedent. It's someone who decided it was a good idea to start exterminating people we didn't like. Right, and they lobbied their way through, and that's where we're at. And they and they got what they wanted, and now all of a sudden it's precedent. It's like, no, it's not precedent. You guys just decided that you wanted to kill people. Yeah, just because just because you say it, it's okay doesn't and, make and, it okay. And, some, and you found some judge that was going to say, oh, this is constitutionally protected. Where? Where in the Constitution does it say that you can exterminate unwanted life. Right. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. Right, absolutely. That that is honestly the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's like saying... Well... That's like saying... That's like saying that because you own a person, they're your property, and they are not a person themselves. Right, right. That's on that level of, wow, you've got a screwed up picture of the world. Well, let's let's take a take a look at what all the other cultures that have ever had that happen. Towards the end of their culture, before their collapse, they were okay with eliminating weaker people or whatever else. Right? Mm-hmm. Rome Rome got to the point where they were you know, they imploded on themselves because they were Well, and they reveled in the Debo- gladiators killing each other. The debauchery. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. You know, they revel in debauchery. In the blood sport. In blood sport. Yep. You know, blood sport, it's, it's just, it's blood sport and pleasure is what it is. You know, blood sport, anything that brings you any type of pleasure that's outside of, you know, normal, normal operating, you know. Right. Culture. Well, and and I just you know th- this this is this is one of those scary things where you're like, you know, th- this is this is dangerous. You're you're messing with you're messing with intrinsic rights, and it is something that is that really it really bothers me, especially. I, I'll 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 go go right out and say it. It very much bothers me that. There is a that there are people on the Supreme Court that feel that it is okay to restrict your rights, and it, it's one thing for a governor that thinks that they are God's gift to ruling the world, right? Specifically, Newsom and Cuomo, and uh, and whoever the chick is. Yeah, but they they're the ones who are the most. Yeah. They, it's like they never stop. Yeah. It's like, good Lord, man, just shut up, man. Just Yeah. Newsom thinks he's God's gift. It's like, seriously, man. He's not. 
by the way. Just but but it's just like, you know. You, disclaimer. It, it's like, bro, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Clearly, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, we got to shut everything down. Yeah, because people still got infected when they were shut down, remember? Remember when you did the test, when you started doing polling of people, and you found out that the majority of people who were getting infected were the ones who were quarantining right. at home? And never mind that the narrative has switched. Well, and, and, and remember Let's that... Let's say that again. The narrative has switched. Right, of course. If you're watching the news or paying attention to any of that, it's not about the death rate anymore. It's all about the infection rate. Right. And it has been... The infection rate number is bigger. It has been for a very long time. So... But but the thing, the thing, that, the thing that gets me the most is... So a doctor said this at the very beginning. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Right. And, and and that's just like, it's like, you know what? If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. If you're going to get the flu, you're going to get the flu. Yep. Whether you get vaccinated or not. Yep. I mean, and in the case of getting vaccinated, and technically, in the case of getting vaccinated, you are getting the flu. Right. You're because a vaccine it, is yeah. a weak version of whatever you're getting. That's how vaccines work. I'd be surprised to see, actually, I won't be surprised to see, if they start giving people vaccines and then they, oh, all these people are testing positive for coronavirus. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they're taking the vaccine, idiots. Yeah, exactly. That's how this works. Exactly. What I think is hilarious, though, is that they're like, oh, they've got to take the vaccine so we can get herd immunity. It's like, or we could just not lock down. We could just open everything back up again. Or we and, could get herd immunity the old-fashioned way. But that's what I'm saying. We just open everything back up again, and people yeah. get sick. And then their body creates antibodies in their system, and then they have antibodies to coronavirus. And then we have herd immunity because everyone had it. Right. And You mean the human body? And that I would that? go so far as to say the best place to do that, I don't know, would be in a church where you have a community of people that are going to take care of each other because they have a vested interest in each other because they all go to the same church together. Yep. And considering the fact that most churches in America don't run over 500 people, yeah, you're that dead. means that you're a close, tight-knit group of people. And if you have an area like the Prescott area, you've got lots of churches. Yes. Which means that a good portion of your population will get it. Will get it. Get over it. Most of them won't die. And be fine. And most of them will be fine. Yep. All the kids will get it. Yeah, you remember that they won't get they won't die. Somebody, somebody made a comment about that on ninety nine point nine 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 percent survival. Yep. Well somebody was saying that about social media. They were like, Do you remember the chicken pox parties? Well, that's and it and it's something that we should be having COVID parties. Well, you don't need the thing is is that you don't need chicken pox parties anymore because we have a vaccine, right? And the thing is is that we should have been having COVID parties until we have the vaccine, and then just been like, okay, great, now we have the vaccine. Now, if you're feeling you know nervous or are feeling uncomfortable, go get the yeah. vaccine. Yeah. The problem is is that my guess, based on what I've been reading about the vaccines, yep. They're pretty much just giving you COVID. Yep. And some of these people who have who have done the vaccine already in uh-huh. the test cases are like, yeah, it's really bad. Like I was down for five or six days after doing the vaccine. Forget that, man. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'll. Uh, I have become an anti-vaxer. <laughs> I I'll take my chances, yeah. just like I take my chances every year with the flu. Just like I take the chances every time I get in the driver's seat of a car or in a town with old people and roundabouts. Or literally do anything at all. <laughs> life life is a risk. Life is risk. 
Life is pain, Highness. Thank you. Sorry. Ridiculous. <laughs> no, but it, it is true. Life is life is a risk. Yep. I mean, for goodness sake, you walk outside and you get bombarded with Y rays from the sun. I mean, you don't. Just joking. You don't actually get bombarded with Y rays from the sun. Y rays. But you know what my favorite thing is, though. I will say this. Carbon monoxide. Gases? These people that are like ridiculous about getting the doing the temperature thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't want you putting X-rays at my head. Or I mean, not X-rays, uh, infrared at my head. And oh, like, for goodness' sake! You're you walked outside, didn't you? Uh, you got X-rays from the sun. You're gonna die. You walked outside at night, right after dusk. You're getting X-rays from the. You're getting uh, infrared from the Earth. You're gonna die. Excuse me, sir. Um, you do know that nobody gets out of this alive. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you walked past someone. You're getting infrared from them. Yep. It's like infrared is the most common radiation in the on the entire planet. Yep. You literally cannot go anywhere, or, or almost anywhere, at least in North Korea. After the sun goes down, there's really no more infrared radiation because they do the blackouts. Oh, they're, really? They're doing their part. You know, they turn off all the power. Seriously? Yeah. Rolling blackouts, man. Ugh. Sounds a lot like another place I know about that does rolling blackouts. God. And their economy sucks, too. California. And they have a guy in charge who acts like he's a god. California. But he doesn't look like a fat, like a like an eight, like an Asian person who ate too much cake. <laughs> doesn't he look that way? Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Every time I see him, all I can think is, excellent, now prepare me some cake. <laughs> or, oh, bring me another cake. <laughs> have you seen that, that meme? Where it's it's a whole bunch of pictures of him looking at different things. Well, we practically pulled an hour out of this, didn't we? Yeah, we're pretty close. And he was like, oh, this is delicious. Prepare me some cake. <laughs> and the guy's saying, sir, this isn't cake. Oh, okay. And that's the next picture, and it's the same thing. And then at the very end, he's like, and these are? This is the cake, sir. Ah, excellent. Prepare me a slice. <laughs> it's really funny. That is funny. But, I mean, that's what it looks like. He looks like a big fat kid. Yep. Now we're going to be on some sort of North Korean hit list. North Korean watch list or whatever? For, for talking against the... Uh, the bo- God Emperor? Be, be, uh, against the uh, beloved leader. Good Lord. Or whatever the heck they call him. Oh, man. Anyway. Ugh. So we said all that to say this. If you're not learning... No. We said all that to say this. That... You have to stop wearing that pink purple. If you're... <laughs> First of all, Sorry. if you're a Christian and you're hunkering down in a corner somewhere, what the heck? Actually, how, how can you call yourself a Christian? Let's go. Let's go another step. Because if, if you're a Christian and you don't understand why it is wrong for you to be voting for Joe Biden and for why it is wrong for you to believe certain things that we talk about on this station, then you need to reevaluate your Christianity. Because what we're talking about and these things that we talk about, these are not these are not extremist views. These are core foundational things. I would actually go so far as to say 
I think that if if you're confused by what we're talking about, I think that a really good thing for you to do would be to take the Bible as a lens and look at your life through that lens. Decisions through that lens. Look at what you believe based on your Christianity and then use that lens to evaluate and judge the people you vote for, the things you believe in, and the things that you're doing. Absolutely. And I think that you'll find... And I don't want to. I don't want to qualify it like this, but I think you'll find that you're living in a paradox. Yeah. That the things that you say you believe in and the things that you say that you are all about don't line up with your political views. Yep. They don't line up with certain things in your life the way that they should. I had somebody tell me. I, I mentioned this because this is the argument. You know. Uh, uh, Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro and, you know, those guys, they talk about this stuff on a regular basis because their, their shows are specifically politics and right. commentary. But Matt Walsh did a whole thing on why a Christian, or in his case, a Catholic, which is what he was talking about. Matt Walsh, no, no, no. Michael Knowles. Michael Knowles, I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, did, a, did a whole bit on why a Christian or a Catholic cannot vote for Joe Biden. And, a, and Kamala Harris, and I'm just using that as an example right now because we, you know, we're in the middle of this election still, you know, and and hearing all of the insanity. But, um, and one of the things that he brought up, like outside of the of anything, is the is the fact of the matter, the logic of the fact that these two people have professed and support late term to partial birth abortion which is murder of human life right right and so i said that to this person i said so so how can you as a as a christian how can you in good conscience vote for that person because this is not just a passing surface thing this is a core, this is one of their quote unquote core values right right and he said, well, it's more along the lines of not voting for the man. They and are. to that I responded, fine. In the presidential election, outside of Donald Trump and Joe and Kamala Harris, there was a stack of candidates that I could almost guarantee you could find one that would fit. At least on your core values. Okay, okay, but hold on a sec here. Who's the man? Well, in this case, they're saying it's Trump. But who's the man, though? Who's the big man, right? Who, 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 when they talk about the man, right? They're talking about me. No, no, you. no. You. No, no, no. The people in the house. When they're talking the about of the house. When they're talking about the man, who's the man? They want to stick it to the man, right? right. Working for the man. Yeah. Who's the man? Who? The man is the established government. Right. Right. The man is the guy who's been running the government for 70 years, for 50 years, for yep. 47 for 40, years. Yeah. That's who the man is. The man is the guy who's been, who has created or has been maintaining the policies of the country. Right. The man, who, in, who's, who, what do they always say? Oh, being held down by the man. In this case. You want to know who's holding you down? You don't want to know who the man is who's holding you down? Joe Biden. 
Look at his voting record. Seriously. Look at what he said about minorities. Good yeah. lord, man. That, he that, is the man. He is absolutely the man. and He and, is literally the definition of the man. Yeah. And it's painful. Oh, I, didn't, I don't want to vote for the man. So I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. So you're going to vote for the man. Well, he, I mean Donald Trump. Why is Donald Trump the man? You know how long he's been in politics? Four years. For four years. Yep. Do you know what he did before that? Made a lot of money. Yep. He was a business guy. Guess who's not the man in this case? Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> Seriously. But besides that... Donald Trump is not the man. But honestly... Truth be told. Green Party candidate. Yep. Libertarian candidate. That's what I was saying. Hey. And plenty of other ones. Kanye West. That's what I said. Write him in. What the heck, man? Write your own name in. Vote for vote for Mickey Mouse. Time yep. to put the Mike Mouse in the White House. Yep. Uh, Isn't there a certain number of random name stuff like that that gets votes every year or something like that? Actually, you know what's really funny? Um, Red Alert 3, when it came out, yeah, they were doing some ads to promote the game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And one of the characters in the game is the President of the United States. Right. And he was doing political ads. Oh, nice. As advertisement for the game. He got 1%. No. Yeah. This fake character. He took 1% of the vote. That's legit. Anyway. Vote for me if you want to live. Vote for me if you want to live. Well, I have I two th- words for border, for border security. Attack dogs. Attack dogs. Attack dogs. Sharks with freaking lasers on their heads. Pouring chemicals into the water, turning all the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah. All right. Anyway, where are we at? We're we're at we're th- we're there. We're there. We pulled it out. We're there. And I actually fell asleep and snored on the air. Yes, you did. Right in the middle of me talking about something. I I literally I heard everything up into that spot where you were like, "Really?" And I'm like, "I heard all of it." My brain's like shutting itself down. And <laughs> th- <laughs> that is the end of our show. We hope you enjoyed listening to it. It will be <laughs> uploaded <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. Is it, it's done? It's done. It's done? It's done. I slept through the whole thing. You slept through the whole thing. Um, turning all the frogs gay. <laughs> um, we hope you learned something. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> In case you were wondering, frogs can't be gay because they're asexual. That's your science note for uh, sure. They can change gender. They're asexual, yeah. Yeah. Which is why... If, if anyone was wondering. That's why they use frog DNA in, in reanimating dinosaurs. Uh, dinosaurs. So they can change yeah. genders. Which they actually have actually done now. For real. It's about two years ago. Do these people never watch movies? No, they don't. <laughs> Although, if they come what out the... with a real Jurassic Park, I will be one of the people at the park. What I'm wondering about... Of course, I'll be one of the people at the park with an AR-15. What I'm wondering about... <laughs> And a shotgun and a pistol. What I'm wondering about <laughs> is who the psychopath was who decided it was a good idea to open up a hundred coffins. This year? Good oh, lord, yeah. man. It's like, gee, I wonder why we're having such problems with the elections and coronavirus. Maybe you opened a bunch of cof- uh, coffins up. Quit messing with stuff, man. Cloning All right. dinosaurs. <laughs> that is our show. chemicals in- <laughs> Sorry. 
We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you learned something. Because if you're not learning, you're dying. So stay alive. 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 Stay alive.